there's another part of us that is doing the shaming, that is doing the guilting, that is doing the rejection of what you didn't know back then. And all of that is to try to self-protect. And ultimately, I think that that first step of compassion is what starts to swing the door open. I wasn't able to yet. I wasn't capable of it yet. But I am now. And I can't change what I did back then. But I'm doing my best to be a better person now. Most of us are looking for hope. Answers to the madness. Certainty that we'll be okay. And someone's safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost, hopeless, and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope, direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Amelia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, it's Bianca. And this is Amelia. Welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we are helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. We hope you enjoyed the last episode, number 228, Why You Should Care About Your Trauma Response. For today, number 229, Motivation Monday, How to Start Self-Forgiveness. I am very excited for this episode because Self-forgiveness is something that across the board, every single one of my clients struggle with. And honestly, I haven't met a person who hasn't struggled with this at least once in their life. This is a really significant problem and we want to do it justice and we want to help each and every one of you be able to start forgiving yourself for the things you did and the things you didn't know. So on the last episode, I got pretty vulnerable and I shared how when I was a kid and when I was growing up, I I really struggled. Like I really struggled with mental health challenges growing up and my family just had no idea and they had no idea how to handle it. And my behavior was very external. So if you're thinking about psychology, it's called externalizing behaviors. So basically everything I felt, I put outward. When I was younger, I didn't internalize it. I externalized it. Everything you saw it right on my face and my behavior showed it. And one of the ways in which that came out was me being pretty physically violent and physically and verbally violent and aggressive. And really this came out towards my siblings. And I shared that in the last episode. And I also shared that in all honesty, I still carry a lot of shame and a lot of anger and sadness and guilt about the fact that I acted that way back then. You know, I really hurt them. And I 
I really scared them because I was kind of unruly. Mm. And we all have something from our life, something from our past, something that we still struggle so significantly to forgive ourselves for. We struggle to give ourselves compassion. We struggle to give ourselves the grace to understand what happened and why it happened and move forward. And so what we're going to be diving into in this quick little episode is why does that happen and how do we start to forgive ourselves for the things that we did before? Mm. This is a very challenging thing. So we'll, we'll say that. I'll start with that. Happy Monday, everyone. When I saw this episode on the lineup and Bianca and I were just about to record <laughs> this, I'll just kind of peel the curtain behind the scenes. I literally go woof (laughs) because in all reality, Monday is a tough day for a lot of people and this is a tough subject for a lot of people. So with that said, I want to start out by celebrating you and continuing to tune into Evolve Ventures podcast because we talk about the real raw stuff. And we don't really sugarcoat that much at all, if at all. No. And it's in that that you are a warrior of that journey that you're on right now, wherever you are. So celebrating you on this Monday every single day. I hope you feel celebrated by us. And I want to start by saying all of us, if you're human, you likely struggle with forgiveness. And The biggest compartment that I see a lot of people struggling in the regard of forgiveness. Yes, of course, we might struggle forgiving other people, but when it comes to ourselves, it becomes even more hard. And I find the biggest thing that a lot of people are up against, myself included, is the, well, I should have known better concept. Mm -hmm. And B, you were talking about the bias, which is called hindsight bias. When we look backwards... And we don't realize how little data we had back then. But yet we look backwards with this level of self-awareness that we have, with this worldly awareness, with our experience, and we project that we should have known that back then onto our younger selves or onto whatever past version of ourselves that we're struggling to forgive. I know for me, that's definitely something that I am so good at. If I'm not monitoring that, that will consistently (laughs) come out because let's be real little Amelia knew everything right like she should have known everything right and I find that I'm not alone when I get on coaching calls and we start talking about that a a past version of people there's that should have known better Mm. and I think that from my perspective the first step really comes around the compassion so one of the biggest things that i really bring into my coaching is that acceptance and commitment therapy component which is for so long i struggled to accept the way in which i was i struggled to commit to a new way of being that was in integrity with me and I struggled to really be okay with who I was because I was quite different from the large majority of people that I surround myself with and that I hung out with. And that was okay that, you know, but I really struggled to accept certain things and the way in which I behaved and how that ended up impacting people. And I've hurt a lot of people in my past unintentionally. And there's been so many times to where 
that comes up where I wish I would have done better, known better, thought better, right? Because there's a little bit of guilt underneath those things that we do, that we say, that we end up being. And I think that as we move into the first steps of self-forgiveness, we have to realize that there's a component. And if you've listened to our episode 222, that was freaking amazing, which we go into different parts. Why are, What are your parts and what do they matter? You realize that self-forgiveness, there, there's, you're kind of like a bystander. You're in the part of you that is yourself. That part of you has to forgive another part of you. Mm. and how it responded to a situation. And so when you start to work towards acceptance and compassion, being compassionate for yourself, you'll notice that there are kind of, there's like an inner war or a feeling of inner conflict of why we can't self-forgive or why we can't self-accept or why we can't or struggle to have compassion for ourselves because Mm -hmm. there's another part of us that is doing the shaming, that is doing the guilting, that is doing the rejection of what you didn't know back then. And all of that is to try to self-protect. And ultimately, I think that that first step of compassion is what starts to swing the door open to realizing and letting that one part of us that does that projecting should have known, could have known, would have known. It allows that to kind of sit on the bench is what I say with my clients. Let that part of you sit on the bench so that you can create more space for compassion. On episode 226, Effective Tools for Dealing with Challenges, one of the things that we talked about was this concept called thought challenging. And this is something that I do with all of my clients, especially in this arena. So Amelia, you highlighted to something called hindsight bias. And it's really when we We are sitting here right now in the present day, looking back at a situation and judging what we did back then based on what we know now. And what I will do with my clients to help them have that self-compassion is thought challenging. So I have a client in mind and she is in a massive shame spiral because she had a series of really abusive relationships and she's in therapy now. She's doing the work. She's getting better. She's really making change, but she's still really struggling with this sense of shame because she's, her narrative is, I should have known better. I should have left. Why did I let myself stay there? It's my fault everything happened to me because I didn't ask for help. And I've done a lot of work with her in this thought challenging of saying, you say that now. You're saying that now because you have all of the information. You know the outcome of what happened. So you're looking back now knowing what happened. But let me ask you a question. When you were in that situation back then, not from where you are now, back then, where you were with the information you had, was there any reason to believe that that would have happened? And she's like, well, no, I had no idea. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) But you should have known better. 
and this is where all the justifications and the, oh, yeah. you know, all of the cognitive Whoa. distortions start coming out. But yes, it's like whack-a-mole. Yeah, seriously, it's like whack-a-mole. Have you ever found yourself wishing that you could find other growth-minded people, like feeling stuck and alone because the people around you aren't on the same path as you? We have been there, and this is why we created Out of the Mud. It's a free live virtual event hosted the last Wednesday of every single month. This event is a safe space to hear new ideas, take away simple, tangible tools, and connect with other people just like you without the pressure of needing to engage, turn on your camera, or worry about judgment. We judge ourselves so harshly based on what we now know back then, and it doesn't allow us to forgive the fact that we had no idea or we were in a really bad place in our life and we were struggling and hurting. I know for me, when I was a kid, I was hurting so badly. I did not feel seen. I did Mm -hmm. not feel loved. I did not feel cared for. And I felt like everybody was trying to get me and they were all out to hurt me. So of course my reaction is attack and defend and fight. (laughs) And now it's not saying it makes it okay, but it's helping that young part of me feel compassion for the fact that I was hurting so badly and nobody taught me how to respond effectively to stress, to challenge, because my parents did the same thing. Fight, attack, uh, screaming and yelling. That's how we all dealt with things. So of course I'm going to do the same thing because nobody taught me. (laughs) And it's in that, it's in really looking at you know what? I made a mistake. I didn't know better. I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the resources. Or even if you did have all of the tools and resources, you know what? I wasn't in a place in my life where I was ready to accept it yet. Mm. I wasn't able to yet. I wasn't capable of it yet. But I am now. And I can't change what I did back then, but I'm doing my best to be a better person now. I'm doing my best to heal those parts, to understand my trauma responses to what we talked about in the last episode, to use all of the tools that I have at my disposal so that I can be a better person and show up in a much better way and speaking from personal experience to be able to sit on this mic and help all of you to do the same thing. You know, so if I just sit in the shame of, oh my God, I can't believe I did that to my sister. Yeah. I can't believe I did that to my brother. Who does that help? Yeah. What does that do? All it does is put me in a deeper shame spiral where I'm more likely to engage in maladaptive coping skills and unhelpful behaviors and have real have more negative self-talk and more, you know, pain. Mm-hmm. But I'm not doing that. I did before. And that's why I did a lot of the stupid stuff that I did. I was going to say a different word. (laughs) A lot of the stupid things that I did. But instead I said, or I'm now saying, okay, I was a really young kid. I was hurting. I was struggling so badly. 
and nobody was able to help me because they didn't know better either. Is be is shaming myself going to fix that? No. Is it going to make me feel any differently? No. Is it going to make me a better person today? We want to think so badly <laughs> that shaming ourselves now is going to fix what we did before. It's right. not. Shaming yourself is not an effective tool for change. Facts. But recognizing I made a lot of mistakes. I love myself enough today or I want to love myself. So I'm going to work on this. Mm. I'm going to understand that I didn't know better at that time. Or if I did, I wasn't in a place where I was yet ready to do something about it. But I am now. And that is how you experience self-forgiveness. It's an understanding that I'm trying to change now and -hmm. letting that be okay. I love that. And as you were talking, some of the like thoughts that were coming up for me is like, how have I kind of like broken down the formula of forgiveness to myself? Like kind of looking back from this perspective, hindsight, 2020, right? Like what is that formula that I could give to y'all to where you could try to apply this and be, I kind of want to do this real time with you do it, and see if there's anything that you want to add to this formula, because I think that it, it, it's really powerful as it is. And I'm not naive to think that it couldn't be more powerful with your input. I appreciate so, you. Let's do it. Let's do it. So yeah. the formula to forgiveness, I had, I had written this down so I don't forget what I truly believe based on my personal experience, but not biased by it. With the research, with the data, with the clinical experience you and I have shared with all of the articles and life that we've observed, I believe self-forgiveness comes in a wholehearted turning towards kindness, courage, compassion, acceptance, and love. And I think that turning that wholeheartedly towards yourself is what is absolutely essential for self-forgiveness. Anything that you want to add to that from your perspective? I think just the path towards that, which is using what we talked about in 226, the effective tools for dealing with challenges and the last episode, understanding your trauma responses and the tools to cope better, right? The way you get towards what Amelia just said is by using these tools that you have, by learning how to do these things. And we've laid it out really simply. So if you listen back to these episodes, you know, we're we're giving you guys the cheat codes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So the goodies. if you, all the goodies. Sierra's goodies, my goodies. My, okay, I'm not going to go down that path. My goodies, now your goodies. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, goodness. Um, final thoughts and episode suggestion. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we got to wrap this one up. We're going off the rails. We brought Sierra into this. Okay, so my episode suggestion is 202. Are you scared to be happy? I think that One of the things that I've learned in my personal realm of self-forgiveness and self-acceptance and compassion in this formula, quite frankly, and what I've observed in other people is that sometimes we are so fearful of being happy 
that we allow ourselves to not self-forgive because of the fact that we don't know what happiness actually could look like for ourselves. And that's uncharted territory. And it's scary depending on what part of your growth journey you're in. And so it's a lot easier to not forgive. It's a lot easier to not self-forgive. And I want to encourage all of our listeners to go down the path of self-forgiveness because what can come on the other side of that is so powerful. And I know that. And I really, really do believe that for each of you. B? Um, 146, signs it's time to reach out for help. If you're struggling with self-forgiveness, if you're struggling to make change in your life and you really feel lost, reach out for help. There are so many resources at your disposal and a lot of them don't cost anything. Amelia and I have time on our calendar every week. We both do free therapy and coaching calls where it's 30 minutes just dedicated to you to be able to, you know, work through a problem or brainstorm something or just have someone to listen to. We're both also taking clients. So there's so many resources out there that can help you that can help you to start forgiving, help you to start healing, having more compassion and empathy and love for yourself. And it's time to utilize it. Hmm. Seriously. I mean, the people's lives that we've been able to change because of how incredible their vulnerability, their courage, and their humility has been in working with us is just genuinely so amazing. And we want that so much for you. So please take advantage of that. The link to our calendars is going to be in the show notes for you. All you got to do is find a time that works for you and we get going. Um, And I think that I want to read something from a client Mm -hmm. that I know, um, I know will hopefully help resonate with each of you of what is possible. Amelia's saved my mind. She helped me understanding a bit more of what I'm going through and helped clarify a few things for me. Understanding what you're going through helps you to be able to process it better. And I know Bianca does that too in her therapy. And I think that when you can understand what you're going through, you can choose what you want to grow through. And I think that that's extremely powerful. We'll talk about shifting that control back into your lives. So we wish that for each and every single one of you. We cannot wait to meet our amazing listeners. Those links are in the show notes and you know you can reach out to us at any time and we'll be right there. All right. So everyone, happy Monday. Work on that self-forgiveness and we'll talk to you soon. Bye everybody. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth.
Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses, and these are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.